Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in my mini-series on psychological games as postulated by Eric Brand. And in this episode we're going to talk about good games and whether you should engage in playing different games or only good games. The idea of a good game is actually comes also from comes also from the book by Eric Brand, where he tried to analyze the relationship that were useful for both parties, where both parties were winning some points. And again, I would like to remind you that Eric Brand was partly inspired by the game theory that became popular at this moment, and we have the zero-sum games where the wins of the one person goes at odds with the other person, so if one wins, the other one loses. But we also had the win-win games where both parties could win. And he made a suggestion that there could be games. For instance, he uh, he called the game, I think it was called the Local Sage. The Local Sage is a kind of wise person who comes from a big city to a small one, and finds there a nice location to live, and soon everybody knows that there is a wise person living there, the one with a lot of experience, and people go to this person to ask for help, and this person, this wise man, helps other people with different things from the personal relationship to repairing the car and so on, because he is so competent in different fields, and he can support people in different other fields without actually asking for something in return. Eric Ben says that it's an it might be an example of a good game where actually everybody is getting something from the relationship. It is still a game because the idea is the parent-child behavior. That is not an explicit adult-adult behavior because the parent will help the children with something. And this is, doesn't mean it is bad. It can help this person, this sage, this wise man to get some authority points and to feel needed. And the others, those who are kids, they don't have to be provoked. They come with their problems and if this person helps them with this problem. They feel actually happy just because they have the problems resolved. It happens seldom, so I know very few of such interactions in my life or those people whom I know who do something like this. So it very often comes to a kind of, again, to the conversation between parent and child where the one feels not so comfortable and so on. But it can happen that this game, that a game can be positive and then the question arises, is it, is it worth it engaging the game? Based on Eric Brand, he would say, yes, for the good games it would work. I would rather disagree. I think it is even the good games, the idea is to have less games and don't get addicted to the games, because once a good game can become a bad game, if you start missing these positive points that you are receiving constantly, let's say people have no problems at the moment, and nobody comes to you, to a wise man to resolve, to help them resolve the problems. But the oxytocin in your brain will tell you that it needs more pleasantness, it needs something, and then you will need to get with your solutions to people who don't need them, and actually it will become a very bad game, or you will create problems that people will have to resolve, and then it will become a catastrophe. I tell my students that there are also negative games that they that I don't recommend them to engage, but only in the event if they, for example, don't they want to destroy the relationship. And I'm going to give you a simple example where I, where I would assume it is appropriate. It's probably, you know, the conferences or the different, I don't know, parties when you have to meet many people and have small talk. 
And as usual, in one of these conferences, you have a kind of or these parties, you have a guy or a girl who are as I, behaving in a very snobbish way, coming to everybody and telling how cool they are and what they are doing. And actually, it is something what we call in Germany mehr Schein als Sein, so something that is more impression than, than it's actually the substance. But still, these people come to you and come to conversation and kind of they want to stay in the spotlight and being treated and actually may disturb you and other people because it is not always true that they do all the stuff they are talking about. And in this event, the very simple game, this yes but game will help. Whatever the person says, you can say, okay, and what do you want to do? What is your strategy? What do you want to do with your, let's say, new startup? And the person will tell you, yeah, we plan to go to new markets. And you say, you know, many people try, but nobody failed. This, the, the statistics show that only a few percent succeed on new markets. So it wouldn't work. What else would you do? The person say, okay, we can do something. So just whatever, and just keep asking questions and let the person respond them. And every time you say just, yes, but. Yes, I heard about it, but it won't work for you because you are too small. You don't have the sufficient level of investments. Yeah, it is. it will happen, but only if it will come to life. Now we talk only about the probability. Do you have any secure strategy? Do you have something else and so on? Whatever you're talking about, you can ask any questions. Whatever the person will say, just continue asking and just reject in a polite way all the options. And I'm pretty sure that about four minutes, the person will disappear and will never come to you back. So this is the when you could apply, but again, it is a kind of not fair. Theoretically, you can also directly say the person dies that you are not interested in communic communication, conversation with this person and being less polite, but at the end also less psychological abusive. Because playing this game will look polite, but at the end you will abuse the person psychologically. So think about it. And this could be a relationship where you know that you will never want this relationship in the future. With regards to the games playing, my suggestion is to avoid playing the games and trying to understand if the game is being played against you. Uh, each time in a conversation you feel happy or feel sad, there can be a good reason to think about whether the interaction was the correct one, the good one, whether it was the one interaction that you would like to repeat and the other party would like to repeat. Because if you feel euphoristically, but the other party feels exhausted just because you showed him or her how miserable he or she is, then this most likely this was the game that you played and one or two three uh, one or two such conversations and the person will not engage in this conversation with you anymore and you will lose somebody who might be a good co-worker who might be a good family member who will just try to i don't know ignore you and not to get engaged in any communication and interactions with you the same applies to different more complex conversation when you go to business meetings where you have the meeting with your department chief or you have a meeting with your uh, I don't know, the firm's CEO, think about what happens with this relationship, try to step out, step aside and look at the conversation, what happens there, try to understand what the person wants to have from you. If you have discovered that somebody tries to, so first of all, try not to play your games. This is the best thing you can do. <clears throat> then if somebody tries to play with you the games, then we need to address this issue in a bit different way and this way we're going to discuss in the next episode of my mini-series. I hope it was interesting and helpful. Good luck with your relationships and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.